Welcome to Stars Podcast, the home of Growth Mindset Moment, where we break down the habits, hacks, and protocols the stars use while relentlessly moving forward to maximize our daily potential. If this is your first time, welcome to the fam. If you're a longtime listener, thank you for stopping back. Our guests range from entrepreneurs, C-suite pros, Web3, NFT, and crypto enthusiasts, jujitsu athletes, fitness instructors, mindset coaches, lawyers, and everything in between. They may seem different on the surface. However, when we start to break down the systems they all live by, we quickly realize we're all not so different after all. I'm your host, Ron Jordan, along with my co-host, Alyssa Jordan, coming out of Rosinante Studios in Slippery Rock, Pennsylvania. Let's get into the journey. Hey guys, today we have Josh Courage coming in. Uh, He is a father, health, fitness professional, living with courage, outdoor enthusiast, passionate about helping people find their true potential, an OGV friend. And please excuse the background noise. We recorded this during a live event over at VCon, and Josh was super busy with his compete and collect cards. If you know him, he's doing box breaks all the time, him and and, uh, Tom, Tomcat, a.k.a., and I uh, wanted to break it down with him, and this was like the only time I could get him in person uh, to do this. So excuse the the background noise, but man, this episode is absolute fire. So please welcome Josh Courage onto the show. Are these 3D printed? Yes, those are 3D printed. I want the show. Yeah. So we have you don't, Josh You don't Courage. mess around with this equipment, man. This is badass. Yeah, this is like right. It. This is how you do it. <laughs> yeah, seriously. How's it going? It's going awesome, man. How are you? I am drained. Yeah. I'm sunburned. Yeah. And I'm happy as fuck. Yeah. I'm right there with you, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm I mean? right there with you. We started off the day mindful runner. We did some some active uh, recovery in, yeah. the, in the whole thing. It's so much fun. That was cool, man. I, I'll say so. I connected with Soon, not not face to face last year. Like I just like I like his idea. I like his energy. I like his vibe. Right? Yes. He's just he's a chill dude. Like clearly genuine, genuinely supportive. So we talked back and forth about a couple different things, and I threw out to him because I was trying to do because I did a workout last year at a CrossFit gym. Okay. Um, which is awesome. And I was trying to do that this year, and no response. I reached out to five gyms, zero response. Didn't even get back to you. Not nope, nothing back. And I was like, Yo, okay, Indianapolis, that's weird. Yeah, what's no, going on? So I reached out to Stuga. I was like, Yo, dude, do you want to partner up and do this? And um, he actually had something else he was trying to figure out with like Lululemon or something like that. And literally last week, he was like, hey, that didn't work out. You want to do something? So, and it was awesome, right? Like, it, yeah, like, like I feel like, yeah, exactly. I love that, man. Like, there's so much of that. It's pretty, it's pretty cool. So that was fun. That was a great way to start all this. Yeah, great way to start all this. Insane way to start yeah. Getting the blood flowing, get everything rocking and rolling. For sure, for it was, sure. It was cool. And now you guys, we, we transitioned in the field day, had all the community stage and doing all that. Um, and then... You're over here breaking boxes and doing hype train. <laughs> uh, you got you got a lot going on over on your fun, side. Man. This car, the cards are fun, you Aren't know. They? Like I, I, I posted, up, I was walking over to this morning run thing. And I posted up a video about just perspective, like the ridiculousness of us humans and what we're doing, right. right? Like we're hanging out in a bar filled with video games, which is just insanity, goofing off with pieces of cardboard and getting all hyped up. It's just ludicrous. It is. But it's also awesome if you can have the perspective of how lucky lucky we are to be able to have this sort of life. Like, like we, we live in a time that's just 
it, it doesn't make sense how easy it is, everything we have in life. Right. When I was thinking about it, like, I hopped into a plane and just flew through the air to another location. I've never been to Indianapolis. I'm just, like, in a new city, and there's just, like, food for me wherever I want it. And, like, I have a climate-controlled bed by myself where I'm just like, oh, my God, this is glorious. And, like, now I'm hanging out with all these people who are, like, in the same situation, in the same boat. It's fucking crazy, dude. Like, and I, that hits me, I mean, at least once a day. It hits me just how bananas it is, the life that we lead, at, lead as humans, that we lead in this, you know, at most people that could listen to something like this lead on a daily basis just fucking nuts. It's and fucking nuts, man. It really is. <laughs> and whenever you do sit back and think about I, I get this, like, uh, I go down this rabbit hole of why do we do certain things yeah. type of thing. And I think about the way that we dispose of trash. Think about it. Yeah. Because back in the day, exposing trash was like putting it outside into this little culvert that would... And it was disgusting. And yeah. we had diseases. And yeah. it was very difficult to live past 30. Yeah. <laughs> and how we get rid of garbage now. Yeah, it's crazy, man. We all fucking decided that we're going to take our garbage, we're going to put it in these boxes, and then this guy is going to take it away and then dump it somewhere so it doesn't make me sick. Right? Right? How glorious for us to live yeah. that way. My big thing is I want, like, I want, I want to live in that fucking world, but I want to know that I live in that world. And that's huge for me. Like, I see, I, I didn't hit me. I mean, I've always known this sort of thing. I've always had this perspective, but it, it, it hasn't been as heavy as it is now until I had kids. And sort of see them growing up in a world where that just happens. I mean, so did I, so did you, for a lot of things. But I'm, I watch them, and you're like, oh, you guys are so fucking privileged. Like, shit just happens. It happened for me, it happened for my parents, it happened for their parents even, to a certain extent. Like, shit just happens. Shit is taken care of. Everything's taken Even from the, 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 the perspective of roads. You think about roads, dude. Like, you just wake up in the morning and go out and hop into a car and you're driving down this beautifully paved road that a whole bunch of people decide to get together and make for you to be able to drive across the fucking country. Like, it's insane. To go play with cardboard. <laughs> right, right, to go play with cardboard, <laughs> right? And just, like, goof around with people in a bar that plays video games. Like, it's just, it's crazy, man. So, like... I try every single day, and I do this with all my clients too, because right, I'm a strength coach, personal trainer, or sort of, kind of life coachy type thing. I don't like that word, but like that's what it is. But um, it's just to keep that perspective. Like, do all this awesome shit. Like, do it. Do it. Don't don't be the type of person who's like, oh, that's disgusting. I, I, I like I, I reject that because it's so privileged and yeah, you know what I mean. Take advantage of it because people work their asses off to get you there. But keep the perspective of how goddamn awesome it is that you have it, right? And, like, understand and appreciate that you have it because, like, you could also not have it, right? And how quickly it can go away how and evaporate. Yep. Think yep. about the last time your electric went out. Right. How crazy it gets yes. after three days. Right. And I don't want, like, I don't want to be the type of person who can't handle that. Yeah. And I don't want my family to be the type of people who can't handle that. Right. But right. I also want to live in a place where I can store food for more than three days. I would love to. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, just yeah. keeping that perspective to see... How quickly it is, it'll make you cherish things, is what I think. And it, like, I always, um, I always go back to like whenever I was a kid, I'll leave my grandparents' to tools out in the yard. Yeah. Because I didn't know how, how precious all of those things were yeah. until you get older and you're like, whoa, wait a minute. Until you get that perspective. So like, with your clients and with your kids and things, people like that, it's unless they're there, it's hard for them to like understand where you're coming from. Yeah, That's totally. what I've struggled with. 
Yeah. Like to be able to talk to somebody like we're talking here, just normally. Yeah. Yeah. Are you finding the conversations easy with like kids or clients to be, have gratitude? I personally, yeah, I do kind of. Yeah. Okay. Beca- because, because one of the things that bugs me the most, like you know, to to look negatively at something, what bugs me the most is people who don't. People who don't see it. People who just complain about. It. Let me tell you a story about. So I had a gym in California, an awesome gym, really cool community, um, and we had a pretty decent like range of. I mean, it's Northern California, so it's all pretty upper crust people. But we had a decent range of people, and I had a group of women who would come in in the morning, 6 a.m., and they were challenging, um, and they were stereotypical like wealthy as shit women. And one woman came in one day, and she was like noticeably angry, just pissed. I was like, hey, what's going on? You okay? She was like, I'm, I'm so mad. Like, my day is ruined. I'm so angry. I'm so angry. I was like, okay, well, what, what happened? Like, let's work through it. Let's, you're here. This is your time. This is your hour. Let's, let's get in here. You're with your friends. Let's work out. I was like, like, what's going on? She was like, well, someone stole my favorite straw. And I was like, excuse me? <laughs> and she was like, I, I wake up in the morning, and I get my cup, and, and I have my routine, and I fill up this cup with ice water with a little bit of lemon, and I have my straw, and my straw wasn't in the dishwasher. And I was like, wait, so someone actually didn't steal your straw, first off. It's just missing. <laughs> right. It's in the sink. And that's the shit that ruined your day. Like, let's get some fucking perspective in life here. Like, you, know? you just drove from your mansion, you have a movie theater in your house, in your electric car that drives itself, to come over here to work out with someone who supports you in a positive light, with a whole bunch of your yeah. friends, like, on a road that was paid for you, like, fuck, and your day was ruined by a straw. Like, that's the type of stuff that gets to me, so, like, I see little hints of that, and it motivates the fuck out of me to sort of not be like, what the hell's wrong with you, but to be like, hey, let's look at all this stuff you have. Look at the shit that you have. Like, imagine how amazing it is to have that, and you have it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I find when, like, because that excites me. It excites me that I have shit. It excites me that I have this cup of water that somebody just made for me. It excites me that, dude, you use some weird fucking machine to make these awesome ducks, and they're just here, and they're awesome, and they're colorful, and they're entertaining. Mm-hmm. And we're sitting here with all this machinery. It excites me that we get to do that. Right. You know what I mean? This is awesome. Like, and I want other people to have that. So I, a fire gets lit under my ass when I see people like that because I know at some level they can see it too. And if I can be someone that can just like open that window just ever so slightly for them, then my day, then my day is made. And then I'm great because I know I sort of onboarded someone into like, maybe you don't have to be so fucking mad or depressed or angry or anything like that. Because dude, I, I struggle with depression all the time. Sure. I mean, you can, my, if my mood's like this, my mood's gonna be all dip at some point too. So like, but <laughs> I'm glad I caught you today. <laughs> yeah, right. But, but that's what's so cool about this shit, right? There's like, there's positivity. It's not people like sitting around complaining. Ah, fuck this. Not, that's not happening. Nope. And it's it's also genuine. And that's big. It's not people being like, oh no, life is so perfect. It's so great. Everything's wonderful. My kids, it's the greatest thing in the world to be a parent. Like, being a parent sucks ass. Yeah. It's hard as no, shit. No, I totally understand where you're coming from. Yeah. And, <laughs> And that's where this place is a very much a, a genuine place to share things like that yeah. and talk to people. Because what I've noticed, too, just around these this group, people are doing things. They're in pursuit of things. Yeah. So they they know good, bad, and different. And they, some, that most of them have like a pretty damn good story as to overcoming types yeah. of things. And um, that, that's what I've noticed, at least, with a lot of the folks that I've talked to is 
they do know how quickly it can evaporate, and, yeah. and they justify enjoying the things because they also know I'm just such a small piece of this puzzle. Yeah, yeah. And that it takes sense. all of us to collectively do the things we do to make the whole puzzle work. Yeah, yeah. And it's like once you have people that don't care about the individuality about the whole process and they they're just in the machine type of thing that's a cool situation yeah because whenever you're talking about the gratitude and all of those types of like keeps you in in perspective yeah once you get those in line with a group of people it's so amazing what you can actually build with that. Yeah, that's true. Because let, let me let me ask you something. So I agree with you 100. percent Sure. What what then becomes? I mean, to be massively general, generalized, general. What then becomes the meaning of life? Like, what what's our purpose if this is what we, we're doing? I mean, this is this is it's it's a positive singular thing that we have this type of community to attach to and, and everything like that, right? We're, we're, as humans, we're tribal. We want to be part of that cool community that, that we connect to and we relate to, that can pick us up if we're down or that we can pick up if we're, you know, that sort of thing. But we don't need to survive anymore, right? Like, But we do. But we do. Socially, we still need to survive. Yeah. And I think that's... But the effort to survive, we don't need to put effort into it. Yeah, but just like we said, it's so fragile yeah. that to keep those methods alive, like archery hunting, for example, like you should know how to do that. Yeah. You should know how to prepare animals if you want to continue the human race. Like keeping those types of things alive is really important. So I, I think that like the purpose of life is always trying to pursue forward and what like ultimate humans are supposed to do. I, I have no idea. Yeah. However, I do know that we all have this human element, which is shelter, food, and socialization. Yeah. So I think that they all need to continue to have their roots in roots, but we still evolve. So keeping some things around, and that's where, like, educating, what do you educate? And I think that, like, that's a hell of a job after so many years of going through these evolutions right. where things are easy the, the invention of a tractor rendered horses useless now we just race them around a track right. and bet on them right right so there's yeah. so many evolutions that happen it's like what gets left behind and what gets brought forward and i think that having these people like-minded allows us to go back out kind of recharged and continue our our pursuit in sure. spreading that that joy yeah yeah. And perspective, yeah. and knowing that this shit can just blow up in a minute. Right. But I think that's that, that's the one thing, like, if I'm going to be straightforward and honest, that's the thing that sort of worries me, is that, like, I love this, but I feel like, so, I, right, this happened when the, pandem when the pandemic hit, right? Like, so I'm in Northern California when that all happened, right? I'm a survival, like, I went to you know, survival school and all this different stuff. I'm all about that. Like, and, I, and I believe that that's what people should do. Yeah. My, the, the large community that I was a part of, there might have been one or two people that knew, had even a hint of what to do if shit hit the fan. And to me, that worried me, right? Like, it worried me that we, right? One of my favorite phrases of all time, you probably heard it, is that like, like hard times create hard men, hard men create, uh, what is it, hard men create good times? Good times create weak men, weak men create hard times. 
that sort of cycle. I think, cycle. I think I did that right. I think right? you did it right. Yeah. So like, so I, and I see that that that's so true. That's so cyclical. And I guess I guess my big thing is is the acceptance of these cycles of human of, of society and, the, and that sort of stuff. Yeah. Like I think like I sit around sometimes, and I, if I'm pessimistic, I'll I'll sit around and be like, man, we're fucked. But then I realize, no, we're just we're part of a cycle right now, right? And like that might mean shit gets bad. But the thing, the fact of the matter is, it has to. If we get way too comfortable with this <laughs> that we're sitting in right now, we're like, oh, this is great. Life is fucking awesome. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we get way too comfortable, shit's going to go bad. And then it's going to be up to people who do have those skills and those, and those, those traits to carry it, to forward. Carry it forward. But, I, but my worry is that through times like this, there's less and less of those people and less and less of those people that actually want to help society. I know a lot of people in my survival world that don't give a fuck about people. Yeah, they're very passive in their ways of business. Yeah, yep. Yeah. And they don't want, like, they're like, screw all you people. Like, I don't want to help you because all yeah. you guys are assholes, right? And um, so, right, like, I, this is the shit I think about, right? And like, okay, so how can we onboard more people to, to love and appreciate and do this while understanding that you don't have to be like a doomsday prepper. You, but to just have. But you some should know how to do like a snare. Yes. A field dress squirrel. Right. Or how to shoot a twenty-two. Like, be able, right, have some and be able to supply for your family if your electricity goes out for more than three fucking right. days. Right. Like. Right. <laughs> but I think the way that you do it is living. Yeah. Right, you live it. You make it fun. You make it enjoyable. Yeah. Where you can enjoy the fuck out of cardboard on a piece of paper that you get excited right? about. Yeah. But you can also go hunting and enjoy that. Yes. And do jujitsu and yes. do all the things. Do you, you bow want. hunt, by the way? Yeah. yeah. I love bow hunting. I love bow hunting. <laughs> it, I just, I actually just, uh, I got myself a new bow. Yeah. Last year, it's a, a, a Hoyt mission. Yes. And I got the uh, the fallaway rest on it. I have the adjustable. Oh, come on now. 63 yards I was shooting at. Whoa. Yeah. I was like shooting past two two of my yards. Good lord. Yeah. So it's just like a, it's an adjustable sight, yeah, single yeah. pin. Yeah. It's beautiful. So I have one of those. And I don't know how to use it. <laughs> I, the bow I got had one on it. And I got it used from a buddy of mine and down in, in Southern California. And I didn't know how to use it. Yeah. You have to, you, so you have to sight it in. Right. You start close. And then just work okay, your way okay. back. Yeah. And then there's little um, stickers that you put on them oh, to be at certain gotcha. yeah, yeah, certain yeah, yeah, markers. Okay. Because yeah. when you're at 30 yards, your single pin is going to be different than at 40 yards, yeah, and yeah. you're going to be up. So yeah, I snagged one of those. I, I spent I spent a good amount of money because I finally was nice. like, I'm gonna I'm I've been doing it for five years now. I've been kind of using a shitty bow for a long time. I've killed deer with it. I'm fine shot, but I wanted something nice. And it's such thing, a game changer, it's so isn't it, man? Nice. I mean, I went from a, I, I whacked two dough with it yeah. immediately. I went from a recurve, so like any bow is oh nice coming God. from a recurve. Yeah, yeah. Man. But I was like, I was such a traditionalist. I was like, I'm mine's eighty percent let off too. Oh my goodness! So I can hold that thing just for days. Oh, I went thumb release yeah. also. Yeah. Yeah. I went the whole way. That's beautiful. That's beautiful, man. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. I, yeah, I respect you. Do, the shit you, out of you watch Cameron Haynes? Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Naturally. Yeah. So keep I, I hammering, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. It's fun, it's fun stuff, man. I, I agree with you. I think that is. I think it's important to at least have a base level. You don't need to be an expert. You don't need to, but just have a base level because I think the base level understanding of it allows you to have a uh, a core, a root, a base of of not taking all this shit for granted. Right. Right. And that. And to me, I feel. It's, I sometimes feel like, like you, me, like I feel like 
like the, the appreciation for their shit. I feel like my love for this, and I don't know if this is egotistical or whatever it might be, but my love for this is so much deeper because it's coming from a place of like, I shouldn't be able to have this, and it's so fucking awesome that I do. So it's so cool. It's so beautiful. <laughs> right? Yeah. 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 Because you actually cherish it. You yeah. you appreciate it. Yeah. And when you appreciate and cherish things, that's the type of energy that comes yeah, out for of sure. it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, man. I'm what are you looking that. forward to this week? Um, just just this. You know what I mean? Like yep. talking. Like I realize sometimes I hold back, sort of just talking with my passion. You know, with this passion, because like I I've it's happened a lot where kind of like. People are like, oh, dude, like, what's okay? All right, and I don't. I want to feel more and more comfortable doing that, and I feel safe doing it in this in this community. Good, and it's it's allowing me to open up more and and do it more. I mean, I'm I'm really comfortable with it within my community and with my clients and all that kind of stuff. But just to do it, yeah. Like if I'm just in a freaking line in Starbucks and somebody's like, "What's going on?" And I'm like, "Here's what's going on. Let's fucking talk." You know what I mean? Like, let's have, I don't let's not talk about the weather. Let's have some meaning. Sure. You know, like. And I think part of me is allowing myself to open up to that here, and that's and that's what I like. So yeah. like, I think at the at the root level, it's that. At the root tap, level, tap him real quick. Oh yeah, I need to do that. Yeah, yes. Um, so yeah, I think that like play with the cards. Um, I have a I have a hard hitting question for Gary. I think I'm gonna throw it out with you. Okay. But you know, I, I I love and respect this community for all the positive traits that they're trying to push. And I I hear Gary talk a lot about you know we're trying to you know teach patience and kindness and empathy and all these wonderful things gratitude to, to the youth so they can grow up with these skills exactly and my big thing is like where's the health right like I, I feel like and I, I thought this last year that there was like a bit of a contradiction like Gary like he lives this stuff to a certain extent but then Vayner Media you know helps Pepsi make trillions of dollars you know selling but he's also he's also involved in local weather which is like he does counteract it. Yes. So, but again, he's a business guy. So, is it coming from a place of I want to help people be healthy, or do you this think seems like a business that could make a lot of money because we're moving in a direction and this is the trend in the, that I see in the world? Blah 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 blah. Yeah. And I feel like he has the power to create trends. V Friends has the power. He's doing it with V Friends. So, can't we add that side to things? Like my like I visualized the second I looked at the sponsor list here for for VCon. I visualized a, uh, you know, a cartoon, like an awesome educational cartoon, with Patient Pig going through this adventure where he's like trying to like where people are rushing, rushing, rushing. And he's like teaching them patience and how wonderful that is in the world. And then, oh, commercial break. Cheetos, get your Pepsi. And I'm like, no, like we, we there's there's a deep rooted contradiction in that. Yeah. And that like unhealthy, our, our country is insane with health. We're sick. We're just a sick country. And it's not just our country. It's every first world country out there is just sick. And like, I, I feel like people who have this idea to a certain extent have a responsibility to to see that at its see the depth of the positive they make the ecosystem actually make sense for what you're preaching it doesn't have to be complicated just like the concept of just being kind and sort of like talking about kindness around people and like focusing on the kindness rather than the negativity or rather than the meanness is kind of simple right so is health right that's what I was throwing out this morning during our little mindful thing is like you don't need to do a you don't need to be on a strength program just go for a walk do five squats like that's it something is better than nothing and like 
we can implement that. What if on the like tomorrow, every 10 minutes over the loudspeakers, right? Every 10 minutes they're like, oh, everybody remember to hydrate, take care of your bodies, get a little stretch session. What if they had a stretching area? Like, like a Discord bot, but for real life. Yeah. I mean, that shit, I, I just, I feel like there's a place for that. No, I'm trying to streamline the question because that was a long statement. Well, no, I think <laughs> it's how, how are you going to curate an ecosystem that actually echoes what you're preaching? Right. Right. But really, that's what you're trying to do. Like, you can't tell me that Starry and Cheetos are the sponsors whenever you're try, trying to pursue yeah. something else. I mean, my heart, my, my sort of like, you know, controversial statement, especially nowadays, and I'm fine saying it, man, like, bring the heat, is that a horrendously unhealthy person is going to struggle like crazy to be, to be kind. They're going to struggle. Facts. Yes. Facts. It's going to be really fucking yeah, hard. It's going to be hard to be facts. patient. Like, if you're if you're 12 and you're type 1 diabetic and you're 75 pounds overweight, it's going to be fucking hard. I feel bad for that person. Yes. I feel so bad for that person. And it's not, it's so often not their fault. They don't have the education because they're pushed with, they're just or they're like going through shit. Yeah. They're, they're going through shit because yep. that's what happened to me. Absolutely. Like, yeah. I gained a ton of weight. And I was up over 300 pounds at one point. Oh, shit. And then I came, I came hard back off of it. But, yeah, it's, it's crazy how difficult your life becomes when you get unhappy with yourself and how easy your life becomes when you get happy with yourself. Yes. And a lot of that does have to do with working out, feeling good about your body, showing up for yourself and doing all those things. But it's difficult whenever you're doing shit that's contradictory to what you want to be. Yep. And then you get even more pissed at yourself. Right, right, exactly. And boy, is that a vicious cycle Horrible. to, to yeah. interrupt. Yep. So that's my big thing. Like, you can, you can push a trait on someone so much, but if they're not, if they're not, if their body and mind are not prepared to understand what that trait truly means, they're never going to live it. They're never going to live it. And then you either create someone who, like, desperately wants to connect to a community... Or you're gonna create some, or you're gonna create a, a a movement of people who are very bigger the front, the bigger the back, who are very surface level. My mom always said that. Remember, Josh, like the bigger that. the front, the bigger the back. And someone's like, "Hey, my day is great. Everything's awesome." And you're like, "You are messed up, man." <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you want? <laughs> right, exactly. What do you want from me? Yeah. If you're like always that happy, like that's just fake, man. Like, and it's okay. It's okay to you know. But anyway, I think that sure. That if we if we are rooted in an understanding of what it means to be a healthy person, we can then so much more easily and comfortably become better people and, and, and practice, or as Gary would say, deploy these traits so much more easily. I think so. Right? It becomes part of us rather than oh oh right I should be kind here. <laughs> right? No, it's just it's who you are. Right. It's like it's the it's the idea of great writing in a movie. Yes. You don't have to tell me everything. You're going to put it all together through words and through actions and through set that I'm going to know. I'm going to know what's going on. And that's the same way with, with your behavior on a daily basis. It should just be, hey, I know this person really likes this candy. I'm going to snag it for him because I know that's going to make them happy. That type of shit. Like the mindfulness about all of your people, too. That's something that I'm big into right now is like my foxhole. You heard the new David Goggins book? Yeah. Yeah. Taking care of your foxhole. Yeah. I just don't do shit that doesn't involve my foxhole anymore. And it's like changed everything. Yeah. And what I can devote to them is this time, energy, and attention that we need to to show them about hunting and fishing and taking care of yourself. But also, go do the nails. Get the hair done. Go have a great dinner. Uh, go travel. But also know that, like, take out garbage. Take care of the house chores. Yeah. Take care of, you know, there's, there's 
everything. You have to include it all because it's reality. Yeah, yeah. Shielding people from social media. Yeah. What for? They're gonna. They're figure it out. Yeah. They're trying. Like if the more, it's the more Romeo and Juliet. I always think of it. Is like the more you step in the way instead of guiding them and just showing them the guide rails and be like, hey. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was a big thing. Um, I actually didn't know the full story of Buddha. Um, right, like I always thought Buddha was like, oh, he just sat under the banyan tree and found enlightenment. Great. But he was actually like the, the prince or the son of a, of a wealthy king or whatever it was, whatever they have. I, sorry if I'm screwing that up. No, but that's like, all good. Right, son of a lord. And um, he, the, the, the king, whoever, I'll say king, um, wanted to, wanted to sh- was like, the world is an evil place. It's a horrible place. I need to shelter my son. I need to keep him in, inside the gates. Make sure he doesn't experience any of that. And obviously... You know, a curious kid is like, I want to know what's out there. And went out there and it was horrible, horrible, horrible experience. And he was like, what the hell just happened? And ultimately then went out into the world to seek enlightenment in the world, right? And it was the only way to do it was by getting out there. And, and so you're right, you're right. Like, like you, ha- you have to be around all that shit. You have to be all around, around all that shit. To- Otherwise, you don't get the perspective yeah. ever. Yep. You just have the perspective of my straw ruined my day. Yeah, yeah. Unless you get outside of... And uh, Miss Nifty said it best. She's like, just refresh your circle. Refresh your stuff. Refresh your lunch that you get. Just different shit. Just yeah. in- introduce new stuff. Yeah, man. I'm, you know, dude, I'm... Ron, I'm not going to lie, dude. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm like, scared for humanity. <laughs> Listen. I'm, I'm scared of shit. Like, I'm a, I'm a positive dude. And I'm passionate, but I'm I'm genuinely scared. I don't think it's going to be the end. Of the world. I don't think the end of the world is coming. I'm not like that. But like, it's scary to think that things could get way harder for people. It's scary to think. It's scary to sort of watch people move in a direction that could lead them to hardships. Right? That's that's scary. Is it scary because you can't control any of it, or that you no, genuinely just because it care? sucks? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like I like I watch somebody who just kind of like that like that lady at my gym like i i'm scared and and i feel sorry for it i'm scared right so like like it's it's, it's really fascinating I'm, I'm listening to you talk i'm thinking about this sort of stuff and like i sometimes feel like i do have a really pessimistic view towards the world but the way i view it is more of a realistic view towards the world and i want to instill positivity in people to change the way they're viewing the world you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to just shove positive, positivity down people's throats. I want to help them do what we're talking about, which I think is a positive thing, right? And I think there's, I think right now we're stuck in a time where people don't want to hear, dude, what you're doing is stupid, or like, hey, why don't you try this out? Or like, it's any I mean, constructive criticism is like an attack on their right, character. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Or like even saying what I just said about like, you know, a, a sick, overweight person, it's going to be really difficult for them to be happy. And I'm like, that guy's a jackass. Like, who, how dare you say something like that? Yeah, but like, it's yeah. also, whenever I get a visceral reaction like that, it's usually, and this is because I was this person, it's because I feel some truth in that. Right. There's some truth in that. If you get so mad that you're going to come after me because I said something that doesn't have anything to do with you, yeah. but you internalized it and now projected your bullshit onto me. Yeah. That's a you problem. Yes. Because you are the one who found truth in my statement that was general. But the problem is now we we live in a world where that person is empowered. Like, their reaction, their sort of backwards reaction, 
is the is the reaction accepted? But that's the narrative we have to change. Yes, that's the acceptance of that is bullshit. Yeah, the acceptance of somebody stomping their feet and getting what they want just because I said something generally and you took offense to it, I get in trouble. Yeah, that's like. Your big brother punched you, but you get in trouble right. because you told on him. Right, right. Like, that's some bullshit. Yeah, yeah. I'd be bad. Like, <laughs> yeah. what, what the fuck? I got that, punched. Yeah. You that's, know? It's weird, man. But it's, but it does need to change. But like, you can't accept the stomping yeah. from your four-year-old kid. Yeah. You don't accept that. Yeah. You go to timeout. That's not how we behave. That's not how we react to things. Right. You can be mad. That's you, fine. <laughs> you don't get to stomp yeah. around and act like an asshole. Yeah. yeah. I, th- I think, you know, like, yeah. there's so many. And, but people need to hear the same thing. Yeah. But throughout their childhood, they're not told right. that. Right, right. And That's a big thing. So I, I'm, I'm so but torn is it, all is it like a Is it a breakdown in more parenting? Yeah. And we're not seeing that because we're busy doing other shit. Like, I, where is that breakdown? Because I get to, I'll, t- I'll tell you this. I love being a dad. I've always loved being a coach, being a dad, being like that that role. I've always accepted it and enjoyed it. But there's a lot of people who don't like that role. And those are parents, too. Yeah. Yep. It, that, that blows my mind all the time. I have... Like, how couldn't you want so many kids? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because they're so enjoyable. But here's the crazy thing. How could you not want them and then have them? And then have multiple of them. Yeah. But I think that's the, I that, think that's like the, the activity that's the weird happens. Con- but that's the weird... Con- yeah, maybe. <laughs> but I think that's the conflict that's going on right now, right? Is that, like, that's still a human thing. There's very sure. little that's, like, 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 primally human. And having a kid is one of them, right? So, like, somewhere deep inside our weird technologically savvy and, you know, funky colored clothes that we wear and all this other stuff, right. we still have some primal shit. Absolutely. And having a kid is one of the very few left, besides, like, eating and sleeping and stuff like that. So, like... And I think that we have this huge conflict in enjoying ourselves and then this primal urge. And we don't, and people don't think very deeply about that. Do you ever uh, listen to Jordan Peterson? Yeah. Whenever he says that we should all be monsters for a little bit yeah. and then dial it back from there. Yeah. I think that you, this is like the um, Andy Frazella, you familiar with him? No. And his 75 Hard program? No. You have to do like. Oh, I know 75 Hard like crazy. Yeah, 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 so 75 Hard. In fact, I started a program in conjunction with 75 Hard because. That's Andy Frazella. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Okay. Yeah, he does the 75 Hard. But I've always had an argument against his program because it's all or nothing. Right. That's where my program, 60 Strong, came in. It came came up. Because it was too. It was. was, It's like way too much. It's a lot. Yeah, yeah. It's it's too much. It's, It's like. Almost three hours worth of work right. per day on yourself. That, but that's what we do. That's that's such a good sort of example of what we, we function in freaking extremes, man. Right. And and it's it doesn't. You can work. have it all. Yeah, it doesn't work. It doesn't. And I think that's that. that uh, that's so like crazy, never man. taking a break. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why don't you take breaks? Yep. And then, pe- but then, then we it, have it's insecurity, is what it is. Yeah, I think so. I, I, well, I think it's one of those things where it's it's a reaction to the other side, the other side, which is the people who just don't do it's not anything thinking for yourself. Yeah. But that's what I that what I saw when I when people first started doing that. I was like, oh, this is the way everything where politics where people work where where it's just massively divisive. It's either this or this, and there's no gray area. And 75 hard is this. Hey, people are weak 
you know, people are soft. You must go all in to this hardcore, crazy, intense thing. And right. Like, and okay, so 98% of those people, what are they going to do when they're done with their 75 days, if they make it 75 days? And he'll say something like, well, they're just soft and weak. You know, like... But are are they? Are they though? Like, like that's, if I'm, if that's I'm, one. Ver- that's a David Goggins version of like. David Goggins is psychotic, and he has some serious psychological issues. He does. And with the, he's been able to harness that into a very unique psychosis, where he's able to motivate the hell out of people, and I respect the shit out of him for that. But for anybody who thinks they should be doing what he does, they're in, they're insane. And and then that's what happens. People hate him because they think he's telling you to do what he does. They hate David uh, Jordan Peterson because they, well, I mean, I think he should maybe work on how he talks and his persona, but like, that's just me. Me, if, <laughs> if he was my professor in college, I probably would have dropped the class. Yeah, me too. I said, I'm like, are you fucking kidding? Like, come yeah. on, Jordan. I remember the first time I heard him was on Joe Rogan, and Joe Rogan was like, I don't get why people don't like you. And I was like, I do, because yeah. you sound like an asshole. And <laughs> and the way you sound plays a big role, <laughs> you know, like, and when you look at me, you're like, really? You're like, you gotta work on that. Like that's absolutely right. So sometimes people miss. He what does have doing. a hell of a story though with his wife yeah. and all of that. Like yep. crazy. Yep. And there's so much of what he says is, is really powerful and true, mm-hmm. but people don't hear it because the delivery is in a certain way. Which, sure. which is, I mean, it's it is their fault for not listening. But still, I think there's a way people can work work yeah. with and with their surroundings. We're bouncing all over the place, but it's fine. Oh, it's, it's all good. It's fun. Um, there's a way people can work with their surroundings so that they can bring more people. That's his goal, is to bring more people into this understanding of truth and how societies work and how people are. Then how can you get that message out there better? That's what I think about all the time, like, like with 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 V friends and, and all in this community. Like how can I create a message that people like how can I actually light the spark? I can say all the shit I want, people people will agree with me because everyone agrees with the idea of being healthy. Everyone. There's not anybody out there who's like, yeah, being healthy. It's like, I'm just too suck. healthy. I'm right. too yeah, healthy. Yeah. I, I've never. Or it's like, that's stupid. Like, why would you ever want to be healthy? That doesn't sound like that. They know. Right. <laughs> but to light the spark to get them to do it. What is that? Right? And I think there's ways. There, I mean, obviously, you're not going to be able to do it with everybody. But I think there's, I do believe there's ways to communicate and, and to get through to certain people and to, to look at them and the you know, not to talk as fast as I do sometimes. <laughs> like, and I, like, I'm not going to get through that 100%. But you know people, what the thing like, is, though? Like, you will get to some, yes. and then they'll get to some. Right. Exactly. And it's like, that's that's all that matters. Right. And that's why the message is relatively similar from a lot of different people. And it's just, you got to hear it at the right time, at the right place, from the right voice. Yep. And the right phase of moon. Like, finding the why... Is not your responsibility as the person so there. The yeah. It's to give them tools and resources to figure it out on their own because each personal way to figure that out is a journey in and of itself. Yeah. And everybody has to take it. How old are your kids? Um, my stepson, he's 23, and then my daughter's 14. Oh, shit. Okay. Okay. How did you. I think that. I mean, I, I know I'll do it, but I think the hardest thing for me will be in that, like, teenage. Like, watching them make a decision that's just. Horrible. Let him do but it. But letting him do it. You let him like, do it. I know I'm gonna let him do it. But like, like how? So how yeah. did you, as a dad, mm-hmm. how did? What did you do to, to cope with that? Like, who did you talk? Like to watch him do it and be like, what? What was that process? Yeah. For you? And right? the thing that I feel like I have, I have some good kids. They were 
they understood that they didn't put in the work. The work they put in was the grade they got. And or the decision they made. Two cards down, one card up. The outcome is it's what we've told you would happen yeah. type of thing. But you as humans we have this innate inability to learn the easy way. We always learn the hard way. Like we have to no matter what you tell me, I still have to do it. Like I almost have to prove your ass wrong. And then I'm like, oh, damn it. And that's why you always hear like kids hate hate their parents in the teenage years, but then absolutely love them in their like late twenties, early thirties. Because you're like, dude, dad, like that, that was some good shit you were giving me. But I suck, and I wasn't listening. So to watch them do it is just to give them a safe space to make mistakes. Just like you would do with any good employee or any good like coworker or a friend. Like you put them in situations where they can practice, and that's why I love martial arts and making decisions and high consequences like it translates yeah for sure and i think you could do say the same about i'm just big into sports like all sports i think even like extracurricular activities that you do at your school where you have to be in a group setting and make decisions and work towards a goal giving them more exposure to those examples and living examples the better they're able to navigate on their own in the future. Yeah, yeah. And just being consistent as a, as a parent, I think, shapes the way they start to make decisions, even though they're still going to be stupid and make bad decisions. It, it blows my mind. But I think it's it's actually just being there for this, I think, the safe environment for them to say, yo, pause. Like, I really fucked this up, and I need help fixing it. Yeah, that's big. And coming at it from non-judgmental point of view. Yep. That was a big thing. My daughter's, like, learning about lying. She's, like, uh, yeah. like going through that process right now. And the big thing is, like, not being mad at her. Right? Like, like, hey, what are you doing over there? Like, she, she well, she'll listen to podcasts on the on an iPad. And we're like, no, like, we're trying to do minimal screen time. And yeah. She'll, like, I'm going to go behind the chair and listen to this. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> If you're gonna lie, you better do much better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, but yeah. it's just like, hey, what are you doing back there? It's like nothing. I'm like, hey, what are you doing back there? Right. And then to be like, hey, listen, I'm not upset with you. Like, because being upset, then she's gonna learn, she's gonna find ways to do better so that I don't get upset. So you don't right? see it. Yeah. Right? She doesn't want to disappoint you. Right, right. So like I, I'm not disappointed, I'm not upset. But that's not the thing we do in this family. Right? And like and, and that, I feel like that is setting the table for we we support you. You're gonna go up and, yeah. and, and fuck up. It's gonna happen. And but that's okay. But we're here. We're here. Like we're not mad. You know, maybe we'll maybe maybe we'll have a stern talk. But like I'm never ever ever gonna be that mad at you. That's right. Right. right? Like it's a, it's parenting is crazy difficult. It's it's a really hard thing. And and I I respect the shit out of people who actually think about it. Yeah. Right? Like I, I think about it like a lot just yeah. from because like you just want the best for them. Yeah. That's really what you're trying to get at. You're just trying to get the best for them. And but isn't that isn't that sort of like the the other part of this conversation where it's like I want to make it easy for them, and then I'm like shit, right? I made it easy for them. And that's the thing is it's so it's it's, it's this, so easy to make it easy for them. Yeah. Right. So like to me that's what strength is. Like strength. Like my, my wife and I have a thing. Of, we, we we hold the line. So when we have a rule or an idea or a, a parenting thing we want to do, we hold the line. And we don't give in because kids are going to test the crap out of you, right? We don't give in and we do it calmly and we do it at their level 
and we tr- and you know sometimes we fail because you know that just happens. Sometimes right. we lose our shit. You know, that, yeah. that happens. But our big thing is to try to hold that line for as long as possible so that our kids can learn those things. And it's hard. And I get why pa- pa- parents are like, whatever. Here's here's a crazy insane TV show to watch. You know, like I had a friend who was like, look, the second I give her this thing, she just stops crying. I'm like, yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> You're dumping serotonin it, into her brain. Isn't she that, loves Isn't that it. so easy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Another one was like, um, I figure this parenting thing out. Like, if I want to have a conversation with my husband, I just yeah. give my kid an iPad at dinner. I'm like, yeah, of course. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? It's not supposed to be freaking easy. But I think that's the big thing is that we are so desperate to seek out those easy things. Yeah. That will, that, that, I guess that's what I was trying to say is that, we're not making it easy for our kids. We're making it easy for us. Ooh. That's what it is. Yeah. Like, no, if, that's if, a good I, if I give my kid an iPad to that's watch easy a TV for you. show, that's easy Long for me. Long term, not yeah. good for them. Right. So and that's what I found out is that like, like parenting that allows your kid the easy way out is actually a parent just being lazy. Right, and because it's hard as shit to, to hold it the is. line and not do that. When it is. Like, I want to do this. You're like, oh, whatever. Here, that's giving in. That's you being lazy. That's you not being a disciplinarian. That's you not being someone who's who has your kid's best interest. And in it mind and it confuses the kid as yes. well. Yes, it's yep. confusing because you're going to enforce this now, but not then. Right. Being consistent as a parent is, I think, the par- most paramount thing that you 100%, can do. 100. Why do? Why are humans? so insane as kids we they fight sleep they fight the things that allow them to survive we are innately designed to try not to do the things that will ultimately make us better human beings i think about i look at kids i'm like that's why we're so unhealthy because we by our nature are actively trying to be unhealthy as little kids. We fight sleep, fight food, fight, you know, fight relationship, like constantly tech. I was like, it blows my mind how illogical and irrational children are about about life. That they need to be taught everything. I always think all the time, is this like a is this an evolutionarily evolutionary thing? Like and, and the only thing I can land on is that like Back in the day, like 2,000 years ago, a child was born within a very small tribe where everybody had a very specific role. So the second a child was born, they were just like put right into this this path that was that was destined from birth, right? And we've evolved way out of that concept of society, and it's confusing shit. Absolutely. And, and that's why I genuinely think that's why kids are so crazy because they are actually designed to be like right from the get-go, like, with their mother, at their level, constantly, constantly, constantly. Right. And then that slowly evolves out into a task. And that task is taught to them from the age of, like, four until they're dead. Right. right? Like, and right. that's it. Right? That's all it's you like get. you're making this thing or you're hunting that animal or you're creating this thing or you're getting that water or you're building this hut, whatever it might be. And now it's just like, whatever you want. And then people are like, what the? What does that what mean? What do I do with this? <laughs> yeah. This is and too then, much. And then it's just like, bah! You yeah. know what I mean? Like, that's the de- that's, this is the shit that keeps me up at night. I li- <laughs> like, no, listen, I like the deep dive that we went down on a couple of different topics, to be honest <laughs> yeah. with you. Yeah, I mean, um, we could do this all night. Let's what, are you, what are you pumped up for this week? Um, th- this, being able to do this with a handful of people, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, being able to get my thoughts out there. Um, yeah, that's what it is. I'm so happy. Fuck around with the cars a little bit, you know what I mean? Thank you for joining me. Thanks, I finally Ron. got you on a podcast. I know, I know it's good, man. I finally got him on a podcast, guys. <laughs> Enjoy Thank the journey. Enjoy it.
Thank you for staying here until the very end. If you would do us a favor and leave a comment or a review wherever you downloaded or streamed this podcast from, that goes a long way to help us spread the word about growth mindset. If you're a Web3 native or looking to get started, you can catch us over at Twitter on Tuesday nights where we host the Twitter Spaces at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard. There are unique surprises for those of you who attend those shows in addition to our podcast here. It's a Rug Radio production. Until next time, enjoy the journey. Enjoy the journey.